Same thing. To another episode of Multiverse of Force, and oh, what an episode this is gonna be. Um, I just we're gonna start off with Miss Marvel just because I'm really excited to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi the finale. Oh, the finale. Um, there's not a lot to talk about with Miss Marvel. It's mostly just Easter eggs and um. Wow, yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of connections that we saw. Um, mostly just uh, the Ten Rings. We saw at the beginning um, the group of people, the Jin, it, like Din Djarin. <laughs> That's what I thought of. They were like, we're the Jin. I'm like, Din Djarin? <laughs> like, is that what you're talking about? Uh, but no, they're the Jin. They're also called the Unseen. Um, and some other names. And, um, in the comics, the Unseen actually can avoid the Watcher's oversight. So I don't know if that's something. I was really, really waiting for them to say, like, also, we're called the Inhumans. I was waiting for it, but it didn't happen. I don't know if I, like, what, um, they mean by Jin or from the Nora dimension, because the Nora dimension doesn't exist in the comics. But, um... Maybe we'll see. Um, the hand that they got Bangle from is actually a blue arm, which looked awful lot like a Cree hand. Hmm. And it, on the shot that was being panned up, that like symbol on the ground was a ten ring symbol. So the Bangle might have a connection to the ten rings, or like the rings that Shang-Chi wears. Um... Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, when we go to the wedding, the wedding was a very, very cool wedding. Oh, great wedding. Um, we got the quote that um, her dad says to Kamala. Or Kamala's dad says to her in the comics. It's, good is not a thing you do, Kamala. It is a thing you are. Um, that's actually like a really great quote. It's like a quote similar to, you know... Um, Spider-Man's quote, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. It's kind of like, you know, that type of quote. But, um, with the whole wedding thing, um, we finally got in Biggin. Wow. I was like, in Biggin! <laughs> we got in Biggin! In Biggin! Very sad she didn't say Biggin, but you know, whatever. We got in Biggin. And it seems like she's getting control over her powers. Um, but wow, they were really like, we're just gonna crash the wedding, get the kid, and get out of this dimension. Like, wow. Okay. And Cameron? 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 <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I say his name Cameron? Cameron? He actually, I thought. It would be like a bad guy, but he's actually trying to help Kamala. So, hmm. Then that unexpected. Um Yeah, that fight scene was just really creepy, especially when the lights went out. Wow. I was like, huh. Hmm. Um and then Nakia finding out. Wow. She was just like, You 
Especially when you know that damage control came in to the mosque. And Nakia's just trying to be like, um, no, you can't be here. You gotta get a war. Like, queen. <laughs> Go off. Ugh, Nakia. Wow. Um, yeah, so there's not a lot in this episode. Um, oh, that ending? Where her grandmother, her nana, nana, and she was like, did you see the train, Mama? Kamal's like, the train, oh my god, you saw the train? She's trying to hold me in. She's like, can you come? Kamal's like, what? You, I can't come. She's like, you want me to go there? I'm here. You want me to go there? But I was thinking about, my mom's not going to let me do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hmm. That's something. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. We also got Eric Selvig. Oh, how could I forget it? Oh, Eric Selvig. Bruno. Our king. We got the eye mask. I was waiting. We're never going to get Kamal's suit. We got the eye mask. Oh, we need the suit. <laughs> need is the suit. I don't know if we're going to get it. Um, We might get Red Dagger. Possibly next episode in Pakistan. Um, Who knows? Maybe we'll get the suit. I don't know yet. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, but I was really excited to see the eye mask and get, you know, Brittany, like, I mean, I can read some stuff from Eric Selvig, or Dr. Selvig. I was like, oh, Eric Selvig? Oh, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Um, that was really cool that we got to mention. We haven't seen Dr. Selvig since Avengers? I think it's since Avengers. The first Avengers, and he was mind-controlled by Loki. I think that was the last time we saw him. Wow. Poor Eric. He was just like, no, I'm not dealing with this anymore. He's not dead. I think he was just like, no. Mm -mm. No, it was actually to Voltron. Because Thor got that, like, vision from Wanda and he went to go find Dr. Selvig. That was the last time we saw him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last time we saw Dr. Selvig was in Age of Voltron. But other than that, I'm really excited to see where I'm letting him go. Kamala's mom is going to be like, you want to go to Pakistan to see Nana? No. No. Miss. No. Kamala's going to be like, but, 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 but. They're going to be like, unless you tell us what's going on with you. You're not going anywhere. Kamala's going to be like, hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> She's going to be like, I don't know. Well. <sighs> Kamala's going to get her life together. She's got to get her life together. Hmm. <laughs> Hello there. Okay, now, this is going to be my favorite thing. Obi-Wan Kenobi! Oh, my gosh. I, like, rewatched it today, and I took a bunch of notes. <laughs> like a bunch. I think, like, four no cards back and front. Wow. Oh, and, um... They're all in order, so, right. Let's start at the beginning. It starts with Riva on Tatooine, so. Um, I think, obviously, with all, like, Sith Lords or people on the dark side, they're all fueled by revenge or hatred, so that's kind of what Riva's going for. I think she assumes that that Darth, Darth Vader knows about Luke, but... 
she doesn't know that he doesn't know about Luke. So she's kind of like, I'm going to kill Luke so that way Vader is hurt. But she doesn't know that Vader doesn't know about Luke or Leia. Um, which is kind of funny, but you know, whatever, girl. <laughs> um, and then um, they're being, and then we cut to, you know, I don't know if you want to call them rebels. I guess they're kind of rebels. But you cut to, you know, all the people that are fleeing on that ship. And they're being chased by, by Vader. And this is kind of where it gets to, like, the Return of the Jedi aspect of this episode. Um, and Obi-Wan wants to bargain. And I kind of wrote down that it was maybe for Leia. He kind of wants to, you know, protect her. Um, and obviously everyone else. You know, he had said something like, you know, you protected the Jedi for 10 years, now it's my turn to do the same. Um, and Leia's being, like, absolutely, like, lovely person, giving Leia to the kids and letting them, like, take their minds off everything. And he was like, maybe I should bar her, too. Um, and then we cut back to Tatooine, and we get to see Luke! Luke! Oh my gosh! We, I didn't think we were going to see Luke at all. But we actually saw Luke. Who would have thought? Yeah, so we see Luke um, doing, you know, buying some part uh, the belt. Um, literally, is not that important. I really just wrote down Luke in all caps with an exclamation mark. Because it's Luke. <laughs> and then we cut back to Leia and Obi-Wan. Leia doesn't know where we want to go. Um, and everyone else also doesn't want Obi-Wan to go, because they're like, we're all supposed to make back. Not just, you know, everyone else but you. And that's where I wrote Return of the Jedi, burning. You know, looks like, well, I'm gonna go. There's someone who wants me, not anyone else. And then she, he said that, like, you know, you're the future Leia, and so is everyone else. And then, you know, he turned to Haja and... I wrote Haji with a heart. <laughs> he turned to Haji and he was like, make sure that Leia gets home and she's protected. Um, and then we go back to Tatooine. And I, I wrote down, Owen oh, and Baru are fighters. Like, they really do love Luke. Like, they're on, you know. Um, I also wrote, Baru's a queen. She was just like, you're going to take that gun, Owen, and you, we are going to hurt that lady. <laughs> Um, and then we're back to Obi-Wan and Leia. Obi-Wan gave Leia a holster. I don't know if the same holster we see, you know, Leia having in, um, in the original trilogy or not, but it's a holster. <laughs> and he, I, uh, this is with the line, well, I wasn't going to give you a blaster, Leia. You're 10. Um, I can only just imagine just, like, him being the best uncle if, you know, everything was normal, <laughs> you know, just, like, him spoiling Luke and Leia and Anakin and Padme being happy with the twins, like, I would have been the best, but sadly not, and then she said, come back, please, I promise, <laughs> and he's still talking to Qui-Gon as well, you know, he really wants guidance, I guess, like, in a way, Qui-Gon's the only person left. I mean, he has Yoda, but I guess they're not in contact at all, but they need to be in contact, because Yoda's like, train you, I will. Or something like that in Revenge of the Sith, so either Yoda trained him before 
they like parted ways or like they're still communicating i don't know and then we cut to vader on a ship and the grand inquisitor says we could not prioritize one lone jedi and i thought that was pretty funny and like ironic because in rebels i think like season one i think it was season one um he hunts down Kanan and Ezra. He was just like, I will get Kanan, Jarrus, and Ezra, Bridger. Like, he hunts them. Like, he's, like, focused on them. So it's pretty ironic that he was like, uh, Vader, you cannot just, like, focus on Kenobi. But yeah, in Rebels, he's like, I will get. <laughs> I will get them. I thought it was pretty ironic. Um. Yeah, and then we cut back. <laughs> Gosh, there's a lot of cutting. There's a lot of cutting in this. Um, and then we cut back to uh, Tatooine, and I really like this. Luke says, "I'm not afraid," and it really reminds me of all the times that Luke said, "I'm not afraid," like he said it on uh, Dagobah. He was like, "I'm not afraid." Um, and then, I mean, there are some other times he said it, but it was really a line that you know you heard Luke say a lot, like, "I'm not afraid." And I thought it was really cool that they brought it in. Oh, my dog. <laughs> Give me a sec. Alright. Um, where was I? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, I thought it was really cool that they brought back, you know, um, the lines from the original trilogy. And then we cut, wow, back to Obi-Wan. And he had landed on the planet after Vader was like, follow Kenobi. <laughs> you know, I don't know what planet it was it looked an awful familiar to the planet on rebels i don't think it's the exact planet but it looked very similar to it um and whenever we went on the ship i saw something on instagram where it looked like uh, it was like a parallel where padme in revenge of the Sith, she was on mustafar and like obi-wan it, that it was like a parallel it was just like oh my god that's so sad <laughs> so sad um and then we see that obi-wan found lola in his robes, and I just can't help but think that, like, Leia is just, like, so sweet. Like, when Obi-Wan said that, like, I can't help but think I need her, too. You know, like, oh my god. And Leia was just like, well, here you go. You can take a little look. <laughs> you know? Um, and then we cut back to Tatooine. Um, I put them Reva's being fueled by hatred from Vader, and it's kind of, like, all about her arc becoming, like, you know, her becoming what she wanted to kill in the first place you know she wanted to kill vader but yeah she's becoming vader and she doesn't even realize it until you know later in the episode um oh and then we get the fight oh we had the pose from obi-wan like i would do what i must you know from revenge sith clone wars rebels oh my god so good yeah, I wrote down the pose, and then then you will die from rebels. Um, he said Vader said that to Soka when she was like, "I'm no Jedi" or something. No, she they you know when Vader and Ahsoka were talking about revenge is not the Jedi way. I'm no Jedi, and he said he's I don't exactly know how it went, but he said then you will. You know, ugh, everyone thought the fight is perfect. Um, Vader wanted to show Obi-Wan he had 
or he was more powerful and that he has the upper hand and you see that he was really not holding back like he was really just going out he was like "Mm -mm, no Uh -uh." (laughs) you know um he was like taking like he was just powerful he was like darth vader you know he was attacking the ground he brought the ground in um he got the high ground he must have felt so proud of himself like wowie you know um he went down high ground in all caps <laughs> and when he said did you truly think you could defeat me you have failed master um when you know he covered the ground and rocks and he thought he you know smushed everyone he almost sounded like sentimental in a way like I don't know. I couldn't help but think he was almost thinking of the past. Either he was thinking of, you know, the times of being Anakin and Obi-Wan. Or he was thinking of all the pain Obi-Wan brought him. I don't know. He almost, like, sounded sentimental in a way. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. But there was something about his voice when he said those lines. That just really brought pain. You know, it sounded very painful. You know, I don't know. And then we're back on Tatooine. Um, Owen loves Luke and Baru loves Luke. That's kind of, you know, Bereev realizes. She's like, you really love him. Like, he's your own. Um, I don't know if, like, she thinks that just because he's Darth Vader's son that they would love him any differently. Like, he's just a kid. You know, he's just a kid. But yet, she seems to think that he shouldn't be loved or anything. And I would like to point out that Luke never saw the lightsaber. Um, I like, watched it and I watched it carefully. Luke never saw Reva's lightsaber. He was always out of view of it. And when he was running away, he never saw it because he was like, crawling up through that hole. He never saw the lightsaber. So, it's probably why he was amazed to see a lightsaber. He never saw it. Um, uh, he... Oh, I was like, what is this? Um, this is back with Obi-Wan. Um, he was, you know, thinking of, like, all the pain that he caused Anakin. You know, just Anakin and Darth Vader. And then when he was getting the flashbacks of Leia and Luke, he pulled through because of Leia and Luke. So in a way, he could thank Anakin for that. Um, and then whenever he came back and he was fighting Darth Vader, he did Anakin's signature move. That little, like, thing that Hayden came up with. He did that, like, twisty thing in the back and then to the front. Oh, my God. I think Ewan McGregor had said that he, like, couldn't do that move. <laughs> I think somewhere he said that. And, like, it was like, you know, Hayden came up with that move and Ewan could never do it, but he did it. Wow. I was like, oh. And then when he started lifting the rocks, I was like, oh, yeah. You see, Ray? You see that? Yeah. Yeah. You you think you're cool when you lifted those rocks in The Last Jedi? You should see this. <laughs> you ain't a real Jedi. I mean, I guess she's a Jedi, but like, I don't know. There's something... It's so cool about Obi-Wan just lifting those rocks and hurling them at Vader. Like, oh my gosh. That was so cool. Like, I, like, I, I literally wrote down right who 
<laughs> Obi-Wan was like, you just lifted a few rocks like a me. <laughs> like a me. Wow. Obi-Wan was a king. Wow. And we're back on Tatooine. Um, the path Reva was following Luke on is where Ben met Luke. Um, we're the Tusken Raiders and a new hope. Um, it's that path that, like, R2, I think, went on. Um, and Luke was, like, following him. It looked very similar, like, especially when I was playing, like, Lego Star Wars. Um, it's that path that you go on, and that's where the Tuscans are, and Ben meets Luke. Um, yeah. And then we're back on, um, whatever planet it is, with Vader and Obi-Wan. The Broken Mask. Rebels callback. There are so many Rebels callbacks. Only if you, you know, pay attention and you watch Rebels. Um, if you actually see the Rebels, or like the the parts that Ahsoka and Obi-Wan break off, they're actually on two different sides of the face. And there was something I saw that was like, Obi-Wan and Ahsoka only like saw part of Anakin. But Luke brought back Anakin. You know. Um, Obi-Wan and Ahsoka are both broken by seeing his face and I think you know who wouldn't be you know Obi-Wan was the one who made him Vader in a way you know putting him in that suit and Ahsoka was just broken seeing her master like that you know you know he Anakin was Obi-Wan's Padawan but Ahsoka was Anakin's Padawan and I think that like I think in a way you know Ahsoka partially might blame herself for leaving Anakin you know leaving the order and everything, um, which is why Ahsoka was broken, and she, you know, I think in a way was happy letting the wall close and dying with Vader. Of course, Vader didn't die, and Ahsoka didn't die, but, um, the voice and it changing, oh my god, it happened in Rebels 2, but it was not as good as it in Kenobi, my god, because you only got that voice change when Vader says, Ahsoka. You know, and here we got to like almost like all the way through, like, oh my god. Obi-Wan can't help but blame himself. He was like, I'm sorry, Anakin, I'm sorry. And then he says, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. And it, it makes a lot of sense for him to say that because in Rebels he said, um, he said something to Ahsoka, you know. I forgot what he said, but he says, um, I killed Anakin Skywalker. He says something along those lines, you know, that he killed Anakin Skywalker. He says, Anakin Skywalker's dead. I destroyed him, you know, and so it's like, no. And, um, I saw something where, like, in the new hope, when Ben's explaining to Luke, um, about Luke's father, he's just like, he was a great Jedi, and when, but like, a, then a Jedi named Darth came in and killed your father, and I guess to Ben, he wasn't technically lying, because he was told by Vader that, you know, Vader killed Anakin and not Obi-Wan, and I think, you know, in the end, when Obi-Wan says goodbye, Darth, it kind of makes sense, you know, Obi-Wan was finally lifted, in a way that, like, it wasn't really Obi-Wan who killed Darth Vader. It was Anakin, you know. He had so much pain. 
not just from being burnt alive, <laughs> but also from losing Padme, from losing even Obi Wan, from losing Ahsoka. I mean, he lost everything. Um, and then him just screaming Obi Wan, <laughs> you know, he could have screamed Kenobi, but I don't think he could do as well as Darth Maul. <laughs> and then when Obi Wan's flying away. Obi-Wan senses Luke danger because he's connected. Um, and Reva seeing herself so full circle. Um, and then she, whenever, you know, she carries Luke back, he asks, she asks Obi-Wan, have I become him? You know, that's kind of that full circle moment. You know, she doesn't even realize he was she was becoming him until she, you know, is about to kill Luke. And she's like, oh, no. Uh, oopsie daisy you know oopsie um and then Reva throwing her lightsaber really reminded me of Ahsoka I'm telling you I feel like there were so many callbacks and maybe it was just me making like unnecessary connections with like Ahsoka throwing her lightsaber down or you know letting her lightsaber go in um the Clone Wars the last episode in season 7 I, I thought it was really reminiscent of that um but you know maybe that's just me we did get our first cameo right now. Palpatine. You seem agitated, my friend. I'm like, wow. Can you, is it that easy to tell Palpatine? Everything in Pal, <laughs> what? Everything in Path, Palpatine. Like, he's just like, you seem agitated, my friend. <laughs> Can you, how can you tell? Huh? And he's just like, hmm. They're just like, nope. He means nothing. My master. <laughs> and then that Imperial March. Oh, we haven't heard the Imperial, Imperial March all season. And we got it. And then we cut to Leia on Alderaan. And she had the gloves and the holster. Oh my god. And then she's like, who's there? more cousins and then Ben and then Lola comes and she's like Lola and I really liked it. who am I to separate a young lady from her droid you know wow <laughs> can't help but think Obi want to be a great uncle and then you know him saying what do you think I should do I think you should sleep I saw something again on like Instagram that you know, she was proud. She made, she made Uncle Obi-Wan laugh. Um, and I think this is a really sweet thing that Obi-Wan did. I think he kind of was in the point where he was able to kind of, you know, accept the past and go on to the future. Um, so he was able to tell Leia, like, about her parents in a way. Like, she's wise, discerning, kind-hearted qualities that came from your mother. And you are also passionate, fearless, forthright gifts from your father. Like, he's able to say, you know, they are qualities from your mother and gifts that came from your father. And I think he's kind of accepted that, you know, that they're both dead. And, you know, and it can pretty much gone. And Padme's also gone, but, you know, at least... They had, they were an exceptional daughter. I think it's what Obi-Wan said. 
And I think it was really nice that, you know, I know there's like an argument kind of on the internet about like whether Leia should know if he's Obi-Wan or if she should know he's Ben because she said goodbye Obi-Wan. And like in A New Hope, he was like, years ago, you served my father in Clone Wars. Help me, one Obi. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And then whenever Luke comes in, and he's like, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. She's like, Ben Kenobi. Like, does it mean like that she thinks they're two different people, or like, I don't know. I really, I think it's kind of thing where it's like Obi Wan kind of was a way to protect his identity you know and Ben Kenobi is a way for you know his identity to to kind of be kept secret and the fact that Luke knew Ben Kenobi she was like Ben Kenobi you know and if you were to say Obi-Wan I think she'd kind of be excited but the fact that he said Ben Kenobi you know she was excited I don't know (laughs) maybe that's just you know old writing from you know, a new hope days. And then whenever we see Obi-Wan go to see Owen and say, you know, maybe he just needs to be a boy. The future would take care of itself. Um, we see him in his Jedi robes, you know, the white robes, which is very nice. He's kind of, you know, letting go of the past, letting the future take care of itself. Um, he's so happy that Owen said, you want to meet him, <laughs> you know, um, and he gave him the plane, and we finally got hello there, <laughs> we've got hello there, I kind of thought that even regretter kind of looked hurt when he said it, he was just like, hello there, you sound like, you know, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, but he kind of looked hurt while saying it, I was like, oh, poor guy, <laughs> and then we got quiet. Who would have thought we actually would have got Qui-Gon? Wow! But, like, at the same time, I don't think Qui-Gon's actually supposed to be a Force ghost. Because he hadn't completed his training. If you watch, like, season 6 of the Clone Wars, when Yoda was going to get that training, um, Qui-Gon was saying, like, oh, I'm only, like, disembodied voice, you know? I don't think Qui-Gon's actually supposed to be able to be a Force Ghost, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't- I thought that he wasn't supposed to be able to be a Force but, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I thought. But anyway, it's good to see Qui-Gon Jinn. Am I right? Um, yeah. Wowee. It was a great episode. I'm very sad that it's over. I think I might- I think I might rewatch it like all six in a go. I don't think I'm gonna have time for that. <laughs> but I think it may be interesting to watch like all six in a go. I think it was more I think it might be better to watch it all six, you know, together. I think it's kind of almost more meant to be like that instead of watching, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, separated. I think it might be better to do it, you know, all together almost like in a long movie. I can binge, believe me. Um, but yeah, wow, Obi Wan Kenobi's over. I said I'm pretty sure we will see Hayden Christensen, and Ahsoka, which is very very exciting. So Anakin's not over yet, but 
Obi-Wan is. I don't know if we're going to see Obi-Wan Kenobi anymore. Maybe we'll see him as the first ghost in Ahsoka. Or is that too much to ask? Maybe. <laughs> very, very sad. But it was a great show. I know a lot of people kind of had mixed feelings about Obi-Wan. I'm not sure why. I thought it was a good show. Um, I thought it was, you know, great compared to the sequel trilogy. But to each their own. I would like to thank all of you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast. Um, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, a lot of streaming platforms. Uh, you on YouTube. Wow, YouTube. Um, you can also find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All are at Multiverse Force. Um, when I say Twitter, you can also find me on Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. <laughs> yeah, all are Multiverse Force. Oh, Twitter is only Multiverse Force because it has a username limit. Um, but I will see you guys until next time. Goodbye. You seem agitated, my friend.